by me having constructive conversations while shedding light on what's going on in and around the town. So without further wait, let's get into it. What's going on, Bishop? Not much. I can't hear you. I can't hear myself either. So let's just look and see what's going on. Yeah, that's better. It would help if the mics are on. I mean, that would be nice. That, that would be a huge help. Well, they were on, <laughs> but the volume was not turned up all that's the cool. way. Alright. Well, y'all know where y'all at. We here, once again, 585 Report. Yes, yes. Let me see if I can log into this account. How you feeling today? I'm refreshed, man. I'm on the brink of terrific news tomorrow. I'm so eager. I probably won't sleep like a kid at Christmas. Wait, can you say it on the air or? Yeah, of course. Uh, tomorrow, Governor Cuomo, Cuomo, however you say his name, he's announcing that he's giving gems the green light to open back up. Oh, I did hear that. Jim's and what else? Uh, Jim's and, what else? Bowling alleys? But I think they still hesitant on movie theaters. But I heard that movie theaters are also part of his little shindig of an announcement. Even though we're, what, like 10 weeks into Phase 4? 10 weeks? We've been in Phase 4 since, what, June? No, since we've been in Phase 4 since, like, June. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. It seems like COVID is over. I mean, I, I told everybody this was going to I mean, don't get me wrong. COVID is over. You let the news tell it. It's still out there. But uh, you notice it's not getting as much coverage as it used to be, right? How well. It's just tapering off slowly. I remember every day I used to wake up and it used to be COVID, COVID, COVID. Now I don't even look for any information on COVID because at this point it's a joke. It's still a joke to you? Yes, definitely still a joke. <laughs> um, so let's get let's get into these topics. Oh, if you are tuned in, make sure you like our Facebook page. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Make sure y'all call in 585-219-8889. We're on every Sunday at 6 p.m. What's up? What we got on tap today? What are we talking about? We are talking about... First, let's talk about the Rochester City School District. Listen, before we before we dive into our school district, my, I'm confused. Why? Didn't the governor come out and say our kids would not be guinea pigs? Okay. That was his statement, true or false. Yeah, he said that, but why did he say that? He says it because he says that... Okay, his reasoning for saying schools will be 100% operational, his reason is that the COVID numbers are down across the across the board in the state and in the regions. They, in his words, they're well below. <laughs> they're well below of the numbers that they try to avoid. But it's kind of like to me like this is a this is a economic move more than a safety move. Say more. I mean. Because you know how schools get paid, the state funding and all that stuff. You know how economics goes with school districts across New York State. Well, across the country, period. Mm -hmm. And for you to change your tone in less than a month, I mean, New York City is still in phase three. How are y'all opening schools up? So, I guess they have to put in place, like, restrictions just like any other school district. Is going like I was on the conference call. I'm sorry, I'm not like 
being distracted. I'm trying to get this live for Instagram up. I'm trying to hurry up and get it up, but for some reason, it's not allowing me to get into this account. She's in her own world. No, because I'm the person who's like, oh, this person is distracted. Do they really want to be here? But I do really want to be here. I'm just trying to get this Instagram live, but I'll try it on our break. So, I, I agree. Like, schools need to be open and it probably was a move because of schools are not you know getting they're not they're not using the money because schools are not open the the, uh, money that they are funded so with the new school year first Cuomo came out and said that schools are to reopen but they have to have these meetings for families to let them know what the plan is and allow for them to have questions. Three meetings for smaller district for the big five, which Rochester is a part of, they have to have five meetings. So that was when the plan was um, hybrid learning. Yeah. So the school district initially, they were going to have a few days on and then some days off. Then, Superintendent Meyer Smalls, she came back with a decision after considering Cuomo's health expectations around testing and contract um, contact tracing <laughs> that she wanted to move it to a more remote platform, which I understand because of parent concerns and staff concerns. So, you know, you got some parents who feel like it should be longer than the 10 weeks. You got some parents who want their child in a school because they're not teachers. Right. So I understand both ends of the spectrum. However, you know what I said. You know how I feel about it. I feel like these kids need to be in school. Oh, absolutely. Um. And my concern, of course, it is for their health and well-being, of course, that under the right circumstances that children should be allowed to be in school. My main concern is the achievement gap that already exists with our students and that online learning really doesn't work for us. It Mm -hmm. works for more wealthier communities. Um, And the simple fact that a lot of parents, they can't afford to stay home. I know there are some like services where parents can't stay home for a certain amount of weeks. Mm-hmm. But what if they extend this 10 weeks and it becomes like till January? And what if I can't stay home with my child? Like what are some options for me then? That's my big thing with the whole uh, distant remote learning thing for the first 10 weeks is, like you said, after those 10 weeks and then what? How how are y'all? How are you, what's the, they, they they gave us the outline, but they didn't say what's the plan for when these ten weeks are up. What's the transitioning plan to getting these kids back into these seats? Right. So Urbanski, he said that there are childcare opportunities or other support options that could be on the table for families. Could be. Like, what does uh, that even mean? Yeah, I'm, I, he lost me there. And as for students, the agreement will follow for virtual hours to help students catch back up on work. 
and other like social emotional things for students who are struggling through you know this remote learning so and the kids will get chromebooks so that's not an issue um just the issue i feel like students will be better served in school so staying on the topic of the rochester city school district they had a little little hiccup a little hiccup there's nothing little about Rochester City School District hiccups. <laughs> so, okay. They had their first the meeting that Cuomo said they had to have yeah. on the um, Zoom meeting. And they got Zoom bombed. By who? Some racist people. So they got on there and started, I think, saying racist remarks and profanity. And that's when the superintendent had to end the call. So, so why? That happened at my daughter's um, orientation as well. So was this just like an open and Zoom conference that anybody could just put the pen in and join the chat? That's usually how they work. Like you send out an email saying here's the link and here's the password, and then someone has to let you in. Usually mm -hmm. when you have a password, and so. I'm guessing, like, she doesn't know. The person who's the facilitator, they don't know. So, they're just letting any and everyone in. And um, they let these people in. And they had to end the conversation. Tragic. But then she went on Twitter and apologized and said that they're going to be reaching out to Zoom to find out how they could avoid this in the future. And they have a next meeting. It's scheduled for August 18th at 10 a.m. So make sure if you want more information about what the Rochester City School District is doing during remote learning, make sure you hop on that link. Because Why can't they have this meeting in an auditorium or something? Um, I think their concern is COVID. And just think about how many students are in the Rochester City School District and how many parents. And I think parents will really come out because a lot of people seem concerns, but you know how that goes. You know why schools really reopening? Do you know why schools are going to be safe when they reopen? As long as the kids sit down and eat lunch twice a day, they can go to school. What do you mean? Apparently in New York State, if you sit down and eat, you're immune from COVID. What? A, if you go to any establishment and try to just chill there, you can't. But if you're sitting down... Oh, I get what you're saying. No, I'm just, no it's for real. You can go to like any place now and you can't just stand up there. You have to be sitting down... To take your mask off. Right, yeah. What's the difference between me sitting down and standing up? There's not a difference. There's not a difference. You know a lot of these things they're saying just to say at this point. Like, they were like, if you're standing up, you got to have a mask on. If you're sitting down, if, if you're sitting down, you're... What does that even mean? Like, what's... The, you know, he preaches science. What's the science behind that? I'm not sure. <laughs> but we're going to take a break while I get this live situation. Figured out. You are tuned into the five eight five report with Atiana Bishop, one hundred point nine WXIR. Yeah, I went to. We was we went down to the courthouse last week, and we were standing up. And the security officer comes over. and He says, "You gotta have a mask on." It was like they don't have a mask on, and they're sitting right there. He was like, "Well, anytime you stand up and move around, you gotta put a mask on." I'm like, "What fucking sense does that even make?" Like, I'm just so lost with this whole mask shit. I think it's not worth it.
What's your IG? Yeah. Are you on the the station page? You're on our page on the IG? Yeah. I'm woke, but I don't know how the fuck I feel like I'm still asleep. I think I need to eat something. I haven't eaten nothing real today. Listen, I've been drunk since like Friday. I've been lit, lit. Last night we went to the beach. It was dope. We was at the ring because we know how they closed, so the state troopers and stuff don't come down there. So we was all out there chilling, and they getting in the water, playing games and shit. So I had my swimming wear, and I'm so drunk. I'm in the water and my jewelry and my drawers just chilling. What? Listen, I fix was... Fix that camera. We need to fix that camera. I was lit last night. It was, it was, it was, it was all, everybody I knew. It was, like, it was, it was, it was nothing like creepish type shit, but it was lit. I was, I was on one. Yeah, I was, I was definitely on one last night. Uh, but I woke up early and went to the grocery store. I walked out the grocery store with a Gatorade and like two bags of chips. I got to the grocery store and lost all energy on actually shopping for food. Man, Wagner used to deliver my groceries, man. Now they on some shit. I used to be able to put my order in at 12. They get delivered at like 2.30. Man, it'd be like a six-hour wait now. I'm like, yo, they we need Danny and his staff to get together. Okay. Oh, huh. Alright, we'll be back. Oh. Hey, hey, hey. We are back. You are tuned into the 585 Report with Atiana and Bishop. We just had to take a little pause for the cause and get this live situated. And now that I'm looking at it, it looks so crooked, Bishop. It's not. You always say that. <laughs> it does look very crooked. Mm, no, it's pretty straight. No, it's definitely it definitely tilted. It looks crooked because it's going at an angle. You are losing it, yo. No, it's crooked a little bit. Alright, that's a little that's a little better. You are tripping. Alright. Let's get these headphones on. What we, what we got next? The uh, city right. council. Sheesh. So yeah, so you send this information to me and I saw it a little bit on Facebook, but I try not to get too deep into these conversations on Facebook surrounding this kind of stuff because I just get aggy. That's why I was having to deactivate during the week. But you know how I handle it now? So whenever someone puts something on there that I'm not in agreement with, mm -hmm. I don't even comment. You know what I do? Take a break. I laugh at it. I laugh at it. And why? I know they probably think like, why she laugh? Why she ain't take why she ain't even make a comment? She just laughs. Listen, that's just that's my protest. People who wake up just to debate. Yes. And then it's people who are spewing out bad information. And it just Listen, and we're, we're gonna get into that on another boy forty five made fake news a thing. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely did. So back to our Rochester City Council to vote on this $6 million RPD facility. These people. 
So, the facility is supposed to be placed on East Main. And the city council has to vote on it on Tuesday. People are upset because that's 16 million. First of all, they feel we don't need more police presence. And they feel that that $16 million could be... That's only for one facility. That's not even for the other, the other, yeah, the other two facilities that they're proposing. So they feel that that money could be better utilized elsewhere. I'm yeah. I, I wrote a lengthy post on this on Facebook. What did you say? This is basically besides... This is this this right here. Okay, first off, this whole... The city council is going to vote. This vote, they're coming out to say it's a vote because of smoke and mirrors. We know. They already bought out everybody in that locust area over there every every lower street that's where it's going to be like a couple streets over from the rts transit center okay they already bought that out like a year and a half ago oh and so they already got ground zero okay so this this is this was already like even when they approached the landlords because i had some friends that lived in the house that got bought out they pretty much said yeah we're building a police station over here and we're buying it out and they already had, okay, we're going to build right here. We bought them out. If they don't build that police station, what they're going to put there? Another vacant lot. When well, Mind you, they took the whole street block with them. They tore down everything. So this whole, this whole, the city council is going to vote. Smoke, they're going to, it's already been approved, but they're just making it. Oh, we're going to vote on it. But let's be real. Y'all made y'all decision already. And we got... Potholes the size of craters. We got city lights that don't work. We got police officers who just got a new fleet of police vehicles overnight. Like it's, it's like we got families in need. Yeah, you got ten thousand plus. You got ten thousand. I did the I did the numbers on this. It's ten thousand plus families and homeless people in Rochester that are sleeping in like tent city and hotels. And we got all these abandoned houses that instead of y'all putting money back into them to build it up for a better community. Y'all just letting it go. Like, this is a failure on city council. Not It's not even... The residents are to blame to a certain extent, but this is a failure for city council. I don't care how they try to shape it and shift it. What's wrong with the police stations you have now? You haven't had an issue with them. Why not what? just fix them up? Exactly. But if they even need to be fixed up. Are we just spending money to spend money at this point? And I know certain, th um, certain monies are allocated for certain things, how come we can't use that money to somehow help our once struggling district? Money can always be reappropriated. And so that's even more of a reason for those funds to be used towards the Rochester City School District. However, I don't know if that money issue is still a thing since COVID and they haven't had to pay oh, no, out as that, much. That debt didn't go away. They still in debt. Well, it's, uh, I'm sure they are still in debt because it was like... And the number changed, so I'm not even but, sure where it's but at. But even still, the city school district to this day is still waiting for Albany to send them certain uh, funding. funding. Right. Why are you waiting for the state to send funding during this time when you're... You, you're where are y'all getting all these laptops for all these students that's about to do remote learning? Learning. I wonder if it comes from... Um, there was a, a grant or that the governor that was associated with... COVID and certain money was allocated to certain schools mm -hmm. from Cuomo. So I can't remember the grant was, but so it's a possibility that that money came from that grant. But these Black Lives Matter 
individuals, free the rock, free the people rock, are asking neighbors to contact council members to reject this proposal and argue that the money could be spent better elsewhere. And I am in agreement with that. So I just think I'm not, I'm not completely for this. They don't have me sold on this. I don't think they have nobody's because when I post, when I shared the post, it took off. Everybody, everybody who shared the post was like, what do we really need us? What? Okay. If this one station costs 16 million, what are the other two going to cost? Right. And, and where's that money coming from? And it's not like y'all are building on vacant lots already. You guys are buying out landlords to tear down. So where is all this money that y'all... Don't have to fix the city roads and things going on. This, you, where is all this money coming from? We shall see. I'm looking forward to hear what happens on Tuesday. All right, so let's get into these segments. Dr. Bishop's couch. Um, so I got to look on my phone to see what we were talking about today. I didn't even write it on here, but I kind of got an idea on what. Did I write it? You tripping. Oh, I did. See, I'm very efficient. I don't need you to get it together. I'm very efficient. Your balance is off today. It is off today because (laughs) I got into a bad argument. And it's just like when I, and I don't want to argue. So when I get into, it just messes up my whole day. Can you say argument on air? No, we'll get into it. A word? It's one of those? No, yeah, because yeah, it coincides with one of our topics. Oh, that's dope. Um, okay. Come on in, sit on Dr. Bishop's couch. Just be aware that his views and opinions are his and his only. And not those of WXIR 100.9 Extreme Independent Radio. All right. So, is flirting on social media cheating? If you are in a relationship, and what should you do if you see your significant other flirting on social media? What it is, Disha? Tell us. Let us know. That's a tricky subject. It is very tricky. Okay. So, I'm going to so just leave it to you. Are we, when we talk about flirting, are we talking about just heart in the pictures? Or is that considered flirting to you? Are we, you know what, I don't think heart in pictures is flirting because on IG, all you can do is heart it, you know? So, well, you can leave a comment. You know what? You know what? Yes, it is. Yes, it is flirting. Because okay. you could have hit the like button. You could have hit the like, but you loved it, which means I absolutely So, loved that's it. on Facebook, though. So, yeah. you can... Excuse <clears throat> You could love something on Facebook. Yeah. I'm the type of person. I love everything. I, I like stuff. I love everything. And I wonder, like, what makes a person like something versus love? Like, nine times out of ten. That booty. <laughs> no, it's yeah. not even because sometimes I like my pictures and I don't put those kind of pictures up. So, I'm saying, what makes, like, someone decide to, to decide to give it a thumbs up versus a heart? Like It's the message. You're subliminally shooting your shot with the love button. All right, say for instance. So, you saw it's flirting. Yeah, say for instance. You post a picture. You post three pictures in three days, and a guy hearts all three pictures. Three, that mean he want to get on? Three hearts is me shooting my shot. I don't think so because, like, there are certain people who I don't necessarily have to know you, but we just like each other pictures back and forth. It's just like a mutual thing. Like, 
It's a Facebook fan. But it's not like a flirting kind of thing. Like we don't go take it to the inbox. We don't. That's when the cheating comes into me. I don't. I, okay, honestly speaking, hearting and liking pics on Facebook, I can care less about. But once y'all start having DM conversations, why y'all can talk about it on the post? And what? Okay, so what if you? See someone who is married. They're obviously married. They're in a relationship, and they made it known. But they're on posts having discussions as if they're single. Like shaky business can't be trusted. That's cheating. I have yes, I agree. If you talking like you single, I'm gonna make sure you single. <laughs> Straight up, like oh, so you said this on Tuesday at six fifteen p.m. on Johnny Johnny's post. So, you look pretty single to me. So, are you the type of person who is going to go through... No. The likes? No. Okay. That's creepy stuff. That's that's being possessive and, like, weird. Like, it, it's so... I have this issue a lot when it comes to me trying to date in my social media. Because it's always ha ha kiki And then when we start talking, now you don't know why she... She was always under the pictures like you! Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's one of those things to where you can't control what anybody writes on your poster pictures, but you can 100% control how you respond to it. I mean, that's true. So if you were to see your girlfriend having a conversation and they like flirt and like, he like posts good morning and... She say, good morning back with, like, the her eyes. Nah, you cheating. <laughs> He's, they, are, they, they are involved in sexual activity, and it's probably raw. Wait. Because, <laughs> <If> you... <laughs> <'cause>, wait. <laughs> you caught me off guard with that. Listen, if, all, listen, if somebody writes, good, like, Okay, prime example. I do good morning posts all the time. I write good morning, don't be rude, say it back. I don't put no hard eyes and none of that stuff, but people respond like and good you, morning. Okay, so when she responds and she might put the hard eyes, do you love it or do you like it? I love it. Uh, that's, so that's Okay, so if you're in a relationship, would that be considered flirting? That's flirting. Okay. Because you, you loved it. With the, you hearted my pictures with me. You got the hard eyes for me, and then I loved it back. Y'all just flirted. Okay, so let's let's wrap this up and move on to our <laughs> what we talked about a little bit on our live. Um, what is your prognosis? What are you saying? All right, so when it comes to the internet, chindig and cheating and not cheating. If you happen to find your significant other on there flirting, you should bring it to their attention first. And say, hey, can you like change this up? I don't like this. It's this way. But then again, you can't be too insecure and think everybody is flirting. Because sometimes certain greetings are just that. And you really don't know their relationship or friendship or whatever. Because, you know, it's a lot of light-skinned dudes out here. But don't trip if your significant other is hearting and liking other pics or responding to the love that they show. But... If you see them responding in a sexual manner or a way that they want to get on, be weary of that. My prognosis is don't trip. If they want to be single, time to take a course.
Okay. Alright, Ebony, you there? Who was Ebony? Ebony. Oh, it was Ebony that was tagging me in, coach. Yeah, let's get her on the radio. Alright, y'all, so uh, we're going to go back to a topic that we were discussing on Monday on our uh, weekly question. Uh, every Monday we post a question and we go live at 6.30 on Facebook, me and Adriana, and we discuss this topic. And we had two guests that were just so locked in on a situation, and we have one on the phone line right now. Ebony, you there? I'm here. Hi, guys. What's going hey, on? Hey, where you calling from, ma'am? I'm going to say Atlanta. The rest of it don't matter. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, all right. Are you, yes, are you even right. in Atlanta? Are you? Are you in like Columbus or something? Nah, I'm in Douglasville. But oh, girl, bye. <laughs> you ain't in no Atlanta. You would say you say you repping Dville. How far away is that from Atlanta? Just <laughs> shout it out. All right, so going back to our topic on Monday, Bishop, what was the topic? We were talk. What were we talking about? Sheesh, we were talking about uh. Your significant other and cheating. Can, you, can love you love them after they cheated on you? Love them the same. Can you come back, can you come back from cheating, basically? Basically, can, 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 will your relationship be the same after somebody cheated on you? What, what's your thoughts, Ebony? Because you, you was locked in on you was locked in on the live. You know that's only 30 minutes, but we got you here now. Sex is the greatest sex. Well, it's the second greatest sex. If you forgive me, we have if you forgive me, we officially made up. No, she said no. Well, listen, you not immediately, you don't forgive. Mm, that's a lie. 
Listen, as long as she says, she can't go back on it. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's how, that's how relationships burn to the ground. <laughs> people say things that they don't mean. Right. And I think when you're in that space, like, you don't even really be sorry about the ordeal because you weren't sorry when you were doing it. The thing how is, you know you're sorry that you, it was brought how to you, How you know they wasn't crying while they were doing no. it? Like, I shouldn't be doing this. This is no. a terrible no. call. But you already into okay. the... No. Can I be candid for like one second? Just don't, no curse words. Just don't cuss. Of course. I was married. I found out that my husband had a baby eight days before we got married. Ooh. Did, did not tell <laughs> because she knew that I was going to leave him. I found out about it on Facebook. Lord. From her <laughs> posting pictures. Did you still marry this man? Huh? Did you still marry this man? She called him her husband. I didn't know. What? Oh, Lord. I found out about it. He had the baby eight days before we got married. I found out the following January. So about eight or nine months. <gasps> oh, he's scandalous. Wow. We got to get you but We got to get you on the of, show. But because of my, at the time, I guess, morals, values, the way that I had seen marriages work, which were just wrong, but that's all I knew at the time, I tried to stay. That is... But when, in the end, I couldn't forgive him. I couldn't get over it. Like, the littlest thing would set me off, and we'd be right back at square one. And it's not because I didn't want my marriage. It was just like, that is deep-seated hurt. And when the person that you're with does that to you, and doesn't put in the work to try to help you heal, that's a whole different ballgame. Can I ask you a question real quick? Sure. How long were y'all engaged before y'all got married? Two years. <gasps> so. Wow. I could, I could, I haven't been in that situation. However, I always said that having a baby is, that's the deal breaker. That's like something you cannot come back from for me. Because every time I look at that child, it's going to be a reminder of your infidelity. So, and I don't want to have no animosity like that towards the kid. So that's why I said that's, for me, you can't come back from that. So I completely, completely, completely understand where you're coming from. Was that his first child? But that further that further validates the gray area statement I made. Nah, ain't right. no gray area in that. You should have blood in your eyes. Everybody does it though. Mm, listen. I know for a fact everyone does it. The marriage that I was saying, you know, where I learned about marriage from and all of that and all that, like I learned that from my grandmother and grandfather. My grandfather had a baby on my grandmother, and she took care of that little boy and didn't miss a beat. Mm. Yeah. Back in the day, they could do stuff like that. I ain't built like that, though. Right. Because I done bust my husband upside the head like 20 times. Hey, don't, incri- hey, don't, 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 don't incriminate yourself now. Okay. <laughs> don't, don't incriminate yourself on air. <laughs> 
Well, we appreciate you calling in and giving your experiences and coming from like a real transparent place. And we hope that you listen in every Sunday, 6 p.m. All right. All right. All right. Bye. That's different. That is. I think I knew that story, but hearing it again. Mm. Y'all was engaged for two years, and he had a baby eight days before y'all wedding. Woo! Spicy. I got to put that in the short story. I got to get her on story time with Bishop. She got to tell that. I need details now. I, I need to know what happened. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. I will say pay some bills, but no bills to pay. No bills. We'll be back. 100.9 WXIR. Yo, that is scandalous. You have a baby at eight days before the wedding, bro. Come on, bro. Like, did the, I wonder if they? Oh, she said she found out the next day. Yeah, baby, eight days before the wedding, and then found out eight months afterwards. Woo, her, I know her lucky number not eight. Mm-hmm. That's pain. That's the real pain. I gotta write her on Facebook. I need her story. I need details. I wonder if she's still with him. But the thing is, like, you could have wrote me a note. You could have sent me a text message. But you let me just go through. You can't get that shit in a text message. Yeah, I mean, it's not the right thing to do. But to tell the person, like, that's some, like, that's so hurtful. Like, man, that's one thing, like, and we see that all the time. Like she said, well, the older folks, like, grandfathers who got kids all over town. But I'm not built for that. Like she said, I just, when I would look at that child, man, I'd be like, yo. Fuck them kids. Yo, I posted one day last year. I posted a picture of a dude at a baby shower. His girlfriend, his girlfriend, not his wife, his girlfriend cheated on him, got pregnant, and... He was at the baby shower, and it said a real man would step up and father a child, even if it's not his in the name of love. Oh, I've seen that. Fuck that. I saw that. There, listen, you lucky you got a head, because his is gone. But you, man, listen, I'm not taking care of no. Listen, if the kid's already born, yeah, you got kids before me, yeah, cool. I'll, I'll put some funds up. Oh, hi. I'll put some, I'll put some funds up, but... If you, like, if you get on your shenanigans and get pregnant on me while we're in a relationship, once I find out, it's a dub. All right, I'm trying to make it. Baby. Yep. All right, we are back. You're tuned into the 585 Report with Atiana and Bishop. We just wrapped up Bishop's couch. We touched on... Our question of the week from last week, which we had a lot of engagement from. We appreciate the love always. And, um, yeah, we talked about flirting. Hey, Knowledge, we see that you're on. If you got a question about the show, call us, 585-219-8889. Or I'm going to write you in the um, in your DM. But, yeah, give us a call. Just know that you can't curse. Who's Knowledge? He is the owner of Allah's Kitchen. It's, and he needs to... Did... He just start paying me for that um, little shout-out. She's... Uh, he isn't the owner. Did we have one of his workers here? 
His um his earth. He calls her. His wife? His baby mom. They're not married. Uh, that's the one who came yeah, in. Yeah, she came in. We okay, did an I, I, with I, her. I, I figured that. And I had some of their food the other day. I love Kitchen. Shout out to them. I always get the same thing. I think it's called the olive bowl. It has sweet potato, it has plantain, it has rice, and it has broccoli. And it is so, so good. You know, I don't eat meat. Once in a while, I eat chicken, but. So you do eat meat? Well, once in a while, I do eat chicken. <laughs> Um, so we got, what, 20 more minutes. I feel we can, we can fit in these last few things. We gonna talk about this. Okay, so this race commission. Let me just tell y'all what the Where race commission is. Where did this even come from? So 21 individuals were named to help address and study racial inequities in Rochester. So... These people, I guess they were picked by individuals in the community, and then the commissioners um, selected some people. And so it was like this long, intensive process from what I read. And there were 225 people who applied to be on the committee. Um, and altogether, I think there were 21 people who were selected and when I look at these names, I wish I saw, like, people from Rochester. I see people from outside, like, Rondequoy, Penfield, Brighton, Henrietta, Brighton. There's a few people from Rochester, but I wish it was more, more people from Rochester. How can you have a racial uh, thing about... The inner city if you don't live here. How well, they, they they live in Rochester, but they're just, like, from the suburbs. That, and no, I just that's, feel that's, like that's a... That's not the same. Right, I feel like you can have a different perspective. I mean, I don't know. Racism is racism, but racism when I... I don't know. I just feel like we needed some more people from the city of Rochester. And they don't have a... Do they have a student? They have students, but they don't have students from... RCSD. So that was another thing that I looked at. Like current students. They should have had some like representation. And then they had the other eight members who were selected by the mayor. Ty Baxter. Willie Lightfoot. LaRon Singletary. It's like people who already got a seat at the table. So, so what are they here for? So I'm and just... Wondering why are we appointing people who already got a seat at the table? This is, this that's what I don't understand. Why is the president of the Locust Club there? You either gonna have the police commissioner, you gonna have the police chief there, or the Locust Club? Well, why do you have there. both? No, no, I'm saying why? Why do you have both of them? Exactly, exactly. So I was just when I saw this list. Looks like bull to me. I'm not, a whole bunch of it. I'm not a fan. I'm all about what they're trying to accomplish. I just have to see. I just have to see the work that they're going to put in. So that's what I need to see. Why do they feel the need that is for this study or this race or whatever they call it when it's apparent? <laughs> so I guess these people are going to be working to combat racism. What is Sheriff Baxter do? He's the he's the 
He's the sheriff of Monroe County. So they're okay. So this is what they're tasked with doing. They will examine policing policies, but also look at education, healthcare, mental health, and addiction services, job creation, and business development, and then develop policies and legislation to address it. That's what they're supposed to be doing. Sound like another waste of money to me. Exactly. Another waste of money, a waste of a committee when we could be dealing with real issues and real problems that's in front of you and you don't need a study to see what's already going on. Well, we should see. We should see what happens as a result of it. I'm over um, it. That's on the national level, some kind of sad news. Robert Trump, um, Donald Trump's younger brother, he died at 71. Mm. So what I thought about this they don't even say how he died. Overdose. I think he died COVID. He or not complications related to COVID because you can't die of COVID. What did Trump have to say about that since he think COVID's not real? Well, I mean, Trump, I guess they were really close. He, They were really close. Um, his statement that he released, it is with a heavy heart that I share. My wonderful brother, Robert, passed away peacefully tonight. He was not just my brother. He was my best friend. He will be greatly missed. But we will meet again. His memory will live on forever in my heart. Robert, I love you. Rest in peace. Trump 74? Yeah. Jesus. And Biden what? 78. These, they, oh. Was Obama the youngest president we had? I don't know. <laughs> or was it Kennedy? These dudes is old. I don't know, but. Trump ain't got four more years in him. I want to bet you that he died from COVID. Yeah. And why Trump didn't take it seriously, that's the irony. That's the irony. He was down in New York, 71. I'm pretty sure. I don't want to jump to conclusions, but I'm pretty sure COVID was the cause of it. Yeah. Because this wasn't even in the news heavy. Like, normally when the president's family member dies, that's on CNN, Fox, CNS, BC, everything else. But you didn't hear this on blasting on every every news outlet. I think they found out it was COVID and Trump was like, yo, can it? So, on to your topic. What's my topic? Kamala Harris. How you say it? Kamala? Kamala. Kamala, whatever. That's not how you say her name. Kamala? Yo, it's Kamala. Kamala. <laughs> Joe Biden has named Kamala Harris as his running mate. So this is the argument that I got into. I am the type of person, first of all, when she first came out as a presidential candidate, I wasn't a fan of her. Like, I am not just going to take what you say at face value. I'm not just going to take what the media says, what people on Facebook says, support this woman because she's black. No, I've never been a person like that. Like, I'm going to do my research. I'm going to find out and educate myself on the candidate. And what I saw, like, I wasn't completely a fan of, which is okay. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand why people feel that you can't be critical of a candidate, however, and still support them. There's no way I will vote for Donald Trump. But I'm still going to talk my junk about how... Party. You know, I'm still going to say what I feel. 
like she's doing and it's pandering for the black vote. So I think uh you know that's that's the area I hate when it comes to the whole voting process thing because it's always the black vote, black vote, black vote. Trump is doing stuff for the black. Everybody does that because that's real. Without the black vote, you will not get into office. And that's just the bottom line because we're like two-thirds of the... Right? Well, Minorities are two-thirds of the population in America. And I can see why some... Most people say they don't like her because of the 94 crime bill. Which you really can't use against her. Why? Because she didn't write the crime bill. She signed it. Her. How was uh, it? Her. Listen, this is what I told me about the crime bill. She signed the crime bill. Yes, she absolutely did. Okay. A Texas Democrat brought it to the table. Texas Democrat wrote it up. 134 Senate members, all Democrats, signed it. Then she signed it to go to the President Bill Clinton, who's another Democrat, to sign it. So what? I mean, so it's, but, this, but this is my I thing. I would hold all of them accountable. And, 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 like, and, I don't think and, people and, really knew about that until they knew about it. Like, social media wasn't here when the age of Bill Clinton for that news to be picked up by, you know, regular No, but folks. the big thing is, after the Texas Democrat wrote it up and everything... Joe Biden is the one who typed it up to go in front of Congress. Oh, for sure. So, I've never been a fan of either one of them. So However, like, I will never vote for Trump. Like, I will never vote. You will never get the orange man? No. And for me, I'm sorry. You're not going to guilt trip me into voting for either candidate. Telling me my ancestors died for my right to vote. Yeah, I don't need no. That. However, my ancestors didn't die for me to have to choose between corrupt individuals on both right. sides. So people, when they say that, no, you're never, you will never guilt trip me into voting. Uh, and that, that's what both parties want. But everybody don't act like there's not a green party. Like those. And How do we make our own party? Is that possible? Like. Tell you. Not this year, cause I just I just became eligible to run for president this year. <laughs> so I'm gonna let Wait, them. What? You gotta be at least thirty five to run for president. So I just became eligible this year, right? In four years, I'm coming for the seat. Twenty twenty four. Look for me. Um, Y'all think this is a joke? So it takes. Okay, I can't even. All right, so her nomination, her selection comes months after Biden told us that he was going to pick a woman to be on the Democratic ticket. He, I think he really picked the woman because he needs the woman's vote. Everybody because knows, of that whole... You know Joe's a creep. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He was very strategic about choosing her. And I just felt like she is all of a sudden talking all of this now justice. Uh, I, I will get rid of this though, honestly speaking. When she, once she left the DA's office of Los Angeles County, she did... She, yes, she, she was, for sure. She was fighting for police reform for a while. Yes, when she left. So that's... um. Like, I feel like she had in her mind what she wanted to do all along, okay? Mm -hmm. So, if I know once I leave the DA's office, if I get involved in this, this, and this, 
it'll look good to try to negate this yeah. and then I'll actually have a chance. Now, I'm not going to say what this woman did was all bad. However, if you're sending individuals or you had a part in sending individuals or targeting individuals from the black community, then I have a problem with that. Yeah. Even if you didn't send them away personally, but you signed your name on a bill that impacted black communities, yes, I have a problem with that. If you're sending individuals away for marijuana, and now marijuana is legal. So it's just like things like that. And then she had like this effort where parents were responsible for their children if they weren't attending school or were tardy, and they could be locked up. Yeah, I, I never understood that dumbness. So, why? Why? Like, why are you putting the parents through the legal system on account of their child? More money. Like, we know at the end of the day, like, you could train a child up and but, they'll go, they can go a whole different way from the way you raise them. So, that was just, like, questionable. And, like, once it was brought to her attention about police and killing people like she didn't want to touch it she didn't want to touch it until she got out of office like it's just things like that like why are you all of a sudden fighting for black people she knew it been because she suicide. knew she knew that what she wanted to do i believe in my mind she knew what she wanted to do and that's why she started hopping on issues that are important to black people now but prior to that only thing she was doing was being an environmentalist. Yeah. I'm going to go that far. Tell me what else she was doing. She, listen, she, yes, unfortunately, back in the day, she put a lot of people in jail. Okay, that's her job. She's DA. Yeah. She signed off on more. Since when do we like the cops, though? I, like, that's, I, that's, I, listen, a, that's news to me. Listen, like, people, me I don't, it's always been F12. No, not for me. Because if somebody breaks into my house, if I don't shoot you, I'm calling the police. I've never had an issue with all cops. Because I know, unfortunately, all cops aren't the same. But black people traditionally have a problem with cops. So, yeah. of course, they're going to have a problem with yeah. her. But she wasn't a cop. She was a district attorney. She was that's a prosecutor. A, she was a, a prosecutor. not a cop. She was a prosecutor. That's a part of the same... No, How do you go to HBCU and decide you want to be... You want to block black people up. Listen, Just tell me. If they break the law, they go into jail. So you, so everybody that's in jail has broken the law? No, absolutely not. Exactly. So we know that everybody who's in jail has not broken but the law. But you got to remember, back in the days, it, a, lot of, a lot of work for the DA's office, even public defenders back in the days, a public defender's job... Is to get a guilty plea. Is to make this a simple. Well, she she wasn't a public defender. No, she was a prosecutor. No, but this is both their jobs. A public defender wants you to take the plea from the DA. They work hand in hand. I went to court and I've seen a DA and a in a, a public defender swap people. You give me this no, person, I'm, I'll give you that I'm, person. I'm, I'm so it's like their job is to get a guilty plea. They don't care about nothing else. All they care about is numbers. Why? Because if I don't get my numbers, I get fired. I don't have a career. But as long as I keep putting people in jail, I have a long-standing career. And who knows? Maybe all along, her goal was to get to the top of the food chain and she's there now. But that's something we will never know because I'm pretty sure she would never come out openly and say, I did this so I could do that so I could be here today. 
So she doesn't have to openly come out and say anything. You know it, huh? I just feel like the writing is on the wall. And it is 6.56. You calling somebody today? We're supposed to talk about WAP. Oh, we're gonna we're not gonna call nobody. Okay. We're not. We're gonna skip to a segment of what you doing, where we normally call somebody annoying on Facebook, annoying Facebook calls. We're gonna get into this song. WAP is it WAP or WAP? So I thought it was no WAP. It's W A P. No, it's WAP oh. because they say WAP in a song. But WAP is W O P. Okay, well they that's how they so they say it. Okay, so come on, we got right. four minutes. So this song WAP by Meg The Stallion. And Cardi B, Cardi B, Cardi. So they got this song out called "What Wet A Explosive P." Pretty sure y'all can put it together. And it's a very detailed song. Very graphic. Extremely graphic about basically using what you got to get what you need, and yeah, get what you want. And since then, a lot of people like T.I., Snoop Dogg, 50 Cent, of course, the ultimate troll. And other people in the music industry are revolting against them because they're teaching our youth how not to behave in a correct fashion. So they're ridiculous. Just think about... It's contradicting to me. Let's think about all of the music that has been made over the years. Think about... Think about... Snoop Dogg came out and said something? Yes. Like, think about his music. Like, especially, what, in the 90s? Like, gangster rap? That's like, the, really? That's why I don't get it, because everybody... Who, all the artists that came out and said something... I'm like, yo, bro, have you ever heard one of your own songs? So, people were saying that they weren't role models. However, I never considered Cardi B or Megan Thee Stallion a role model for my kid, kids. So, I... Had a my sister, my daughter asked me, uh, she's like, yeah, that song is very catchy. Yes, it is very catchy. And I'm like a laid back, cool mm. mom. Like, but I wouldn't listen to that, even the edited version in front of my kids. Um, but, you know, no shade to Cardi and Meg. They getting their money. They do what they do, just like any other artist. It's because they're women. Yeah. It's because they're women. Because the dude can make a song right now talking about FDs. Right. All I do is FDs. Right. And, and there's no, no issue with it at all. Exactly. It's because it's women. And when when are we going to stop that? Never. Uh, it's, well, maybe with Kamala Harris as vice president, you know, no. women, you know the women ties are going to change a little bit, you know? Who even knows how this is going to come out? <laughs> but I'm very... But, I, but the song is very catchy, like... I played the song on this boat tour that we had yesterday, this pedal tour that we had yesterday, and we, and we, yeah, (laughs) but it is very, it's very inappropriate, um, but it's definitely, but did you know a guy from Buffalo helped produce it? And the video, I saw that, and the video, yo, when Magnus Stallion was like, when you, um, she say, if he asks whose it is, I'm going to spell my name. I was like, she faking can I it. really do that? No, you can't. I'm She's like, can faking on the bacon. It's going to be like a dog rubbing his butt across the rug. Like, Nobody wants to feel that. I'm going to spell my name. Hey, all right. Oh, my God. We're going to get out terrible. of here. Thank you guys for tuning in. We are here. Every Sunday, 6 p.m. Make sure you guys catch us tomorrow live on Facebook, 7 p.m. with our question of the week. 
Yeah, talk about what's our question of the week. And we gonna get out of here. Catch peace. Us, catch us next week. Oh, uh, uh, too soon? Was it too yeah, soon? Yeah, you was too soon, but it's okay. Alright, peace. <laughs> and you played a song. got mad hearts on the IG. Did you put tags in there? Clearly there's some holes in this house. <laughs>